Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. We're two roommates who are very different. Talk about the in and outs of college, Greek life, love and loss, betrayal and regret, and everything else they cover in Twilight books. Chandler and I were up till 3 a.m. last night because Chandler was getting talked into killing one of his family members, and I was videotaping the whole thing. Welcome to High Key Low Key. You're listening to High Key Low Key. High Key. Low key. High key. Low key. We shouldn't be allowed to do this. Hey Chandler, so family sucks, am I right? Oh man, they're fucking terrible. Tell me about the experience, dude. Um, who'd you kill last night? Well, for the record, um, I go by a different name with my family. My family name is Michael. Uh. Yes. Of why course. is that? Where'd you get that? Well, uh, it's tr- it's traditionally an Italian name. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've heard that name in The Godfather, actually. You know what? You would you would be surprised. Actually, you might not be surprised. Um, I wouldn't be surprised because I wrote the script and I named you <laughs> Michael in it. That's a fair point. Yes. Yeah, that's a completely fair point. I, and actually, you were going to kill me last night because I was the guy who was tied up in the chair. You were. You were. You had the brown bag and everything. As a matter of fact, I was a little convinced. I thought our total rent was going to go up. <laughs> you got a little close to me with that knife, dude. <laughs> yeah, I did, honestly. And it was a little dusty in there. Like, I couldn't see too great. You know, I'm about a one slip and trip, and uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, all, all Uncle Vito had to do was say the words, and you were gone. <laughs> you ruined my white t-shirt, man. That's like my only good white t-shirt. Do that shit on. Well, no, but that was fucking, that was insane, dude. Seven hours of work for a two-minute video. Because my professor needs me to take 13 takes of the same shot. My last girlfriend hated that. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe how many different times you could say the word okay and all right. Incredible. Jesus. Incredible access. 13 takes. 13 different for takes. every single... Okay. 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 Cut. <laughs> I need a little more oh out of your okay, you know? If you could draw it out just a little more, give it a little more tongue. Oh, uh, okay, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 film could have gone from serious and and like dramatic to just just absolutely fucking stupid in about three point five seconds, with with someone's awful accent, going from going from, Michael, I need you to go downstairs, and do this for the family too, Michael. I need you to go downstairs, and I need you to do this for the family. Do it for the family, Okay, Michael. okay, okay, Pops. If you need me to do it for the family, I'll do it for the family. <laughs> yeah, that, that whole accent's a joke. <laughs> tell, uh, tell everybody what you'd name you, uh, the main villain, the main, the main enemy character. Uh, Vito, you mean? No, 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 no. Oh, Fredo? Who, who, who blabbed to his bar- barber. Fredo? Fredo. Fredo was his name, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the... All the characters, I, I ripped all the characters from the Godfather, like the, the, at least the, the names, not anything else, you know, fair you shit or whatever. Um, I, I, I ripped all the names from the Godfather because I was going into the shoot thinking like, yeah, this should be sick. It's like an Italian mafioso movie, like, like sitting at the dinner table eating a bowl of pasta and, you know, and then, uh, <laughs> and then he goes upstairs and kills him. But the best I could get in casting was a Polak. Uh, a Ukrainian and a fucking I don't know what are you dude you're a mutt <laughs> whatever you are Texan I guess I don't I don't know what the fuck else to call him yeah but... yeah hey don't don't insult my heritage <laughs> <laughs> that's why you went right for the gun instead of the knife <laughs> I thought we were actually going to never get done as soon as uh, he looked me in the eyes and he said alfredo is tied up in the basement honestly, i thought we were done i thought we were just gonna laugh honestly we have a we have half. a two minute video it was a, it was a micro short i had to do for a class and we probably have a good five to ten minutes of just bullshit bloopers of just like lines dudes were just sleep deprived trying to get out just so we could like get through the 13 takes I probably had monoxide poisoning from the number of times that I turned my car on, drove it around to the house, and turned it out and got off. Turned it out and got off. Turned out and got... Turned... So Chandler's still a little <laughs> sleep-deprived, as as you can, you know, may have caught on. Uh, there might be some uh, Freudian slips uh, in this uh, <laughs> in this podcast episode today, but honestly, that's when I'm the funniest. So, So we decided, you know, with this whole theme of, like, dying... Why not talk about sometimes we almost died, you know? Not uh, not times we were almost killed. 
Uh, I, I haven't had the uh, the pleasure or the trauma of, of any kind of attempts on my life. but uh, Except for last night. But honest, but except for last night, yeah, yeah, Chandler Chandler got a little too real for a second. Really, that method acting goes a little too far sometimes. Um, but but I do plenty plenty good uh, hurting myself, honestly, uh, between my slips, trips, and falls. Um, that just seemed like uh, something that'd be kind of it's kind of fucking funny to talk yeah. about. You know what? Anyone who knows me has definitely heard heard my stories about three hundred and sixty eight times. Uh, and I know Chandler's an avid uh, motorcycle motorcyclist, so uh, motorcyclist, yeah. So we'll, we'll probably be hearing some good stories, uh, good stories from that. Um, but uh, right, you want to take the you want to take the lead on this? You want me to take the lead? Well, let's see. Um, it's already pretty evident that uh, most of these stories from me are probably going to be motorcycle related, and most of them for you. Correct me if I'm wrong. I have a gut feeling are going to be party related. You you know you, you have a 200 IQ for sure. Is that a, is that 200 a fair IQ. statement? That's that's a very accurate pinpointed statement. <laughs> yes. All right. Was it was it off a roof onto a table or was it? No, you know, <laughs> of all my uh, cool fun stories, this is about the dumbest fucking story I could possibly tell, and it really uh, encapsulates my. Uh, my spirit in, in its essence. I'm so uh, incredibly excited. I fell out of my bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what was your name? <laughs> <laughs> no, I fell out of my bed. Um, so it was initiation night in the fraternity, right? And uh, I was uh, I was a spry young lad at the time, and uh, I had uh, had some had some uh, you know strong head and and a and some aspirations, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Some aspirations to uh, achieve uh, now that I had become a fraternity man. And so that day, I decided to celebrate, really. Um, and in celebrate, I did. Uh, I started off with drinking a little bit. And then I drank a little more. And then I drank a lot. And then I don't remember a lot. And then I kind of started at, uh, at, I was on big campus. And uh, I was just running around, going nuts as you do on football. It was game day. It was a Saturday, right? Oh, so no. so it was a big it was a big yeah. game day, and uh, and I was running around and and I and I so just like to start the story, I tripped and I cut my chin open, okay, and uh, I cut my chin open, and I kind of wiped it, but it was it was still like kind of bleeding throughout the day, but I didn't really feel it. You wiped it. Yeah, you know, like I didn't like, like I didn't like clean it, like no antiseptics or anything like that. Like I literally just like, <laughs> like, like a drunk kind of like, yeah, your like arm hair. No, nah, like I got a tissue and I like kind of pat it. I was like, it's fine, it's good, it's cool. And so I was just like kind of enjoying the rest of my night. Um, but that comes in later. So I, so I had, I had spent game day on big campus, and I came back home, and, and that's where the festivities actually were like literally starting. So this was like, call it one o'clock in the afternoon is when I started, but the actual festivities started at like seven o'clock. Um, and my big had bought me a bottle of Jack Daniels, Tennessee honey. And to this day, I cannot smell a bottle of Jack Daniels, Tennessee honey. It was really kind of funny how that happens too. Cause I loved that shit. And, uh, and after that, after that day, dude, I get sick when I smell that. It's crazy. Um, because I drank more of that than I should have drank probably for my entire college experience within uh, you know, a good 30 minutes. Uh, I remember I came in and I just started sucking on, sucking on that bottle like a tit. And, uh, before I knew it, my big head swiped it from me and he was like, he just, he just looked disappointed. He was just like, I can't believe you just fucking did that. And I was like, yeah, I just did that. Now what's next? Lights out. <laughs> next thing I know, I'm sitting on top of the stairs and one of my buddies is cleaning my chin for me. He's being a real bro. Uh, you know, he, he had taken, uh, he'd taken some, I think it was an alcohol pad or something. He was wiping it off for me. Um, and then lights out again. And then next thing I know, I'm sitting on the floor of my dorm covered in blood with two paramedics and three police officers standing over me. And I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm like, Oh shit. Did I get shot? Like there was a ton of blood, dude. Like, like just arm was caked in blood, blood Jesus. everywhere in the room. And I was like, holy shit, did I get stabbed or something? I'm looking down. I look up and see all these people and I'm like, all right, for this amount of blood, this is probably a good sign that these people are here right now. And they hoist me up, throw me in the ambulance and drive me to Wexner. 
where I get four staples put in my head by some hungover, <laughs> probably some hungover grad student. <laughs> oh, stop. They had a grad student. Oh, it was it. dead ass grad student. <laughs> yeah, that guy was probably, I don't know, 26 and he was putting <laughs> staples in my head. Dude, med students freaking cracked me up with that kind of stuff. Dude, it's like, he, you know, they're doing the exact same shit. Oh, that yeah. We're doing, I, got, like, I got the most heat from some mom. It was some nurse that I'm assuming was a mom who was just like fucking not dealing with any of my shit, dude. I was trying to be as polite as possible. Uh, um, but, you know, sh- you know, like, you know, there's no politeness in it. You know what I mean? It's, Thank you. <laughs> you know, nobody, nobody gives a shit when you say that. And so I promise I'll, I'll promise I'll bring you a pot cookie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank like you. nobody gives a shit. And so, um, so when she had, she had like signed, signed me off and then, uh, and then this dude came in and no, no fucking painkillers needed. Just clunk, 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 four staples in the back of my head. And so I'm like, okay, so that just happened. I guess I'm chilling now. It must not be too bad because I'm not going into surgery or some shit. Uh, and then this other nurse comes in probably cause she was like, fuck that kid over in the other room. He smells like beer farts and blood. I don't want to go back in there. So this guy's like, all right, I'll take care of it. Comes in and he's like. He said, he said the absolute funniest fucking thing he could have said in that moment was, so son, you know how you're getting home tonight? Like in my fucking state of absolute lifelessness, dude, couldn't even bring a sentence together and be like, yeah, let me call an Uber real quick. You dumb fuck. Like I got here, I essentially got brought here against my will in an ambulance. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Didn't say any of that, obviously. I don't know, Doc. Am I going home today? <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I'm kind of tired. I could probably just chill here if that's cool with you. Uh, and so... <laughs> that's I, cool with so, you. <laughs> dude, so I'm feeling my pockets up, and I'm like, oh, no. I don't have my phone. I have my wallet and no phone. But no words are coming out of me. It's just this, like, drone, just like this, uh... uh you know, and I'm like... How am I going to communicate this to them? <laughs> Next thing I know, my goddamn RA area director walks in to the uh, emergency room I was in Stop. Are you and goes, hey, Nick, I'm here to take you home, buddy. And I was like, I have a goddamn guardian angel. I will not tell you, of all my near-death experiences, some miracle has happened that I'm just like, holy shit. Something somewhere is looking out for me because this this would not have happened regardless. Dude comes in. <laughs> he comes in. Hey, Nick, I'm here to take you home. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get up. <laughs> I, I can't remember if they took me out in a wheelchair or if I just walked out. I probably got wheelchaired out because wow. I not You can't even remember? I can't quite. I mean, you know, I mean, that's just because nice. details are blurry. I remember most of the other stuff. Um, <laughs> but wait. So I get in this guy's car and we're, and we're driving back to campus the whole time. I'm like, Oh, I'm like, so I'm like, I've started to like kind of regain my like vocabulary. And so I'm like, thank you. Oh my God. Thank you. Like, this is, this is, this is the nicest thing anyone's ever done. Like I owe you so much. Like this is ridiculous that you're picking me up right now. I can't believe this all happened, Any but I'm just so glad you picked me up. And the whole time he's just like, here, take this back. Please just hold your head over this back. No, I'm fine. Thank you. No, it's cool. I just want to say how I'm, I don't need the bag. I just want to say thank you and, and how much I really owe you. And he's like, please, just please just take the fucking bag. No, I'm fine. Whole way there. Nothing, dude. I'm just, just thanking him for giving me the ride. I'm sobering up. We pull into the campus. We park. I open the door. And I explode Mount Vesuvius <laughs> on the side of this man's car. How else do you think a guardian angel than vomiting your bile no. all over their golden oh. chariot? No. <coughs> he goes over there to pick you up and you threw up on the side of his car still. <coughs> that is, uh, yes, sir. That is what happened. Um, and uh, so, of course, I start apologizing. <laughs> To which he responds, no, it's fine. And I'm like, and I know in the back of my head, I'm like, there is absolutely no way. <laughs> nothing about this that's nothing fine. Nothing <laughs> about this is fine right now. This guy is being so fucking sincere. Like, this is ridiculous. Um, I'm like, dude, I know I can't clean this right now. 
but like wake me up tomorrow and I'll, and I'll clean this for you, okay? That's what I told him. I told him, just give me tomorrow. I'll be back here. I'll clean your fucking car. So we, he starts walking back to my room, you know, to make sure I don't fall and break my head open again. Takes me back to my room. I'm ping-ponging off the sides of the walls to getting to my room. I'm just bouncing between the walls. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I can walk myself. He was probably waiting for me to just trip and face plant <laughs> so that he could just drag me back into the ambulance and go through this rodeo again. <laughs> but also, I'm like, I was a larger man than him, so I don't know how much control he really had. And I get back to my room and I crawl in my bed and I am like, well, I hope I don't die in my sleep tonight. And I pass out, dude. I woke up the next morning, actually kind of all right. Like I wasn't in... Aside from, like, the pain in the back of my head and, like, a general shakiness from the loss of hydration and blood I that had occurred the night before. I mean, my hands were literally, like, back and forth shaking. Like, I was shaving the next morning just, like, fucking cutting Ooh. waves into my face, like, kind of shit. Um, I didn't cut myself, but you know, you, know, you know what I'm saying. Like, it was just, like, I was like, oh, God. Um, and so, but, so, and so, you know, what I experienced in the moment of almost dying was, like, I didn't wasn't really there for any of it you know what i mean it was house steps on the floor of my dorm that's just how it went and so i'm talking to my roommate and i'm like dude what happened like how hard did i party like did i punch someone and like a bottle get broken over in my head like what the fuck happened no nah, this is what fucking happened i got drugged back to my room by my brothers who threw me in my bed were like fuck that guy it's only like 11 o'clock his night's over. And my night was fucking over. I was asleep in my bed. <laughs> my roommate comes in. From, he's, he's a, he was a cinematographer, and so he was on some shoots. So he comes in. He hadn't been home all day. Sees I'm asleep in his bed. He's like, all right, that kid must have had a crazy night. I'm going to go get some food. Comes back after getting food, and I'm laying on the fucking floor <laughs> with a puddle of blood by my head. And he's like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> I was gone for 30 minutes. How the fuck did you end up on the floor? And here's what's even more fucked. I'm pretty sure I was sleepwalking, dude. <laughs> I don't think I actually even fell. I think I, my dumbass got up somehow in like an inception state of drunk and blacked out and sleepwalking. I had tripped and cut my head on my chair because his Sherlock Holmes detective skills had deciphered that the most blood was on the corner of the chair. And that's what had, had given me a clean cut on the back of my head. And you know what the best part of the whole thing was, Chandler? You know what the best thing the whole part was? When I sat up, uh, when the paramedics had arrived, uh, and they were kind of assessing the situation, and I was still blacked out, but I was, like, consciously talking to them, but, you know, not in a state of remembrance, the man looks at me and goes, and, and mind you, I'm sitting on the floor, covered in vomit and just caked in blood, okay? Can barely maintain eye can't contact, can't speak. I mean, I'm just a complete wreck. Looks at me and goes, son, have you been drinking tonight? <laughs> and I go, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. just like five or six beers. <laughs> <laughs> my roommate, my roommate said he couldn't stop laughing. He's like, he was like, he was like, uh, he was like, uh, he's like, dude, you were gonna like look like you were gonna die, and I could not stop laughing at your fucking response. Was the fucking bluff your way out of this? Caked in blood. Was just to tell the officer, yeah, just like yeah. a six pack officer. <laughs> Best part of the oh, whole thing. God. Yeah, dude. So that's the time I was dying. I had to call my mom about it. I had to call my dad about it. Ambulances are expensive as fuck, but deductibles help. Did you have or to insurance go, helps. Did I mean. you ever go clean that guy's car? No, dude, I woke up the next morning. I'm in a debt to that man, dude. I, I have so much respect for that guy for just, he was so oh, chill about man. the whole thing. Um, but he's probably got, I mean, this is a fucking wicked story for him to tell. So he probably just like, he probably laughs about it. I hope he laughs about it now. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but no, I woke up the next morning. He said he had like sprayed it off that night. And he was like, it's cool. Don't worry about it. I was like, well, I like literally was like, yo, dude, if you need fucking anything you ask me and i will reciprocate okay because i do not know how the fuck i got home last night with how i would have gotten home last night without you like absolutely ridiculous dude ridiculous story 
And 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 the craziest thing about it though, dude, is there's kind of and 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 maybe this you know this can kind of transition into your story. There's kind of two ways you come out of an experience like that. You either are like, oh my god, I'm so fucking fragile. This could happen tomorrow, and lights and that, out. And that's it. And you're done. My story's done. It ends yeah. there. It ends with me fucking it slipping in my dorm and dying. Six beers and a bloody chair. <laughs> six beers and a bloody. That's. That's the title of my goddamn six beers in a bloody <laughs> chair. That, that is the goddamn <laughs> title of my autobiography. We figured it out, folks. Not fucking Nick's fat sausage pizza <laughs> bullshit. Um, six beers in a bloody chair. Uh, you're either like, I'm so fragile. Or the way I came out of this whole situation was like, damn, nothing can kill me, motherfuckers. Oh, God. You can't stop me. I don't think that was me. the message. <laughs> dude, that's literally it just it, it, like, that's just how I feel, dude. It's like, holy shit. If that couldn't kill me, I don't think there's much that can kill me. And it's a pretty fucking crazy thing to, to come to that realization. And most people, most people might, you know, lean towards the other way of being like, you know, like, I'm never drinking again. Like, I'm not touching this. I was like, All right, I'm going to take a week off and I think I'm good. Because, <laughs> like, dude, I should have died. And, and here I fucking am telling stupid jokes on a podcast. I mean, it's just, it's just an incredible thing to be like, my story could end, it yeah. should end, but it didn't, and here I fucking am, so uh, come at me. Yeah, I mean, like, if you if you would have died, we would never have the chance to embarrass ourselves in this podcast together. You were 110% correct, Chandler, and that's what I was thinking that moment that uh, I was falling asleep with four staples in my head, right after I had the thought, you probably shouldn't fall asleep with a grade 12 concussion, or however <laughs> that shit works. Whatever the scale is, Hurricane 5, <laughs> Category 5 concussion, whatever I had. No, it's just, it's, it's, they just rank it from, like, bump to, like, instantly retarded. <laughs> bump to fucking, what's that, what's that shit uh, football players get where they're, uh... CTE. Fucking <laughs> CTE. Bump to CTE. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> <coughs> it's like, uh, fuck, dude. Yeah, and that was concussion number, like, four for me, so... Oh, dude, seriously? Yeah, don't, don't do that again. Yeah, that's but the, that's just, that's just just adds. Up you know what they say? Like, you get you get funnier after every concussion. So yeah, because you get stupider. Because <laughs> you get stupider, dude. You don't get funnier. You just get dumber. So it's funnier for everybody else. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Damn, but like, I mean, how did I don't know? How did you come out of out of your your experience? Uh, experiences, I don't even, as you as you alluded to. Actually, uh, I almost want to. So what you were talking about earlier with, like, you know. Fragility versus, you know, immortality. You're either like, wow, humans are really, you know, actually fragile creatures, or you know, wow, I am a god of this world. No, Nothing okay, can take hold me on. down. Like, no, let, let me let me restate those. Uh, okay, maybe I, I did, maybe I didn't come off that way. Like, I don't think I'm in, immortal. That's that's definitely not something. Obviously, everyone no, no, everyone no, reaches their end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's the fact that damn, it takes a lot to take me down. It's it's a the the thought of being indestructible. So, I'm going to tell you a story. And it has some elements in it. Are you sure? It's not quite near death. Okay. But it certainly wasn't a pleasant experience. Okay. And our consistent themes here will be, A, med students. Okay. Probably hungover med students. <laughs> I don't know how I would survive. Med students can drink. Let me tell you what. Y yeah, you think? I don't... I, um, and... So common thread's gonna be med students and fragility, and we're gonna have a sex theme in there. Are you ready, Nick? Let's hit it. I have never told this story to a single soul. I am so fucking honored. Actually, maybe one. Maybe. Was it the dude that you almost hit with your motorcycle? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, this is actually not a motorcycle story. Oh, again, shit. Again, again, hey, not Fucking quite... left turn. <laughs> not quite near death. It's actually not even close to near death. Well, yeah, I know. Not near death, but great. Just hear me out. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm all yours, baby. Go for it. Ready? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to rip you apart on this one. Let's go. You're going to kill it. me. Let's hit this it. This is so bad. <laughs> you got to share. Me and all everyone right. listening is just oh, anticipating. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, here we go. 
Uh, buckle up your five-point harness. <laughs> so, click. Yep. All right, so, you remember my summer fling? The one we had talked about previously? Yeah, yeah. You remember yeah. the girl who... Uh, yeah, Waffle House. Yeah, Waffle... <laughs> Flippin' fuck Waffle House. Don't call her. <laughs> <laughs> Flippin' fuck Waffle House. Yeah, I know. Oh, her. thank God. Okay, so... Uh, she was riding me one day. Okay. Casual, fun experience. And a, uh, a classic mistake was made. She went a little bit too high up. Well, and you're tiny ass dick. <laughs> oh, fuck her, I thought. That's easy. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> classic no. mistake. No. <laughs> you stuck um, it in her pooper. <laughs> Happened to me before. Dude, I fucking wish. <laughs> nope. Caught it right on like the inner thigh hip bone on the way down. Bro, she break your meat. <laughs> Chandler, Didn't you break it. Did you curly Didn't have a broken dick right now? I do not have a broken penis. For the sheer shame of not wanting to tell any medical professionals <laughs> no, that you no, broke no. your penis. No, exactly. Is it, wait, hold go. on. Real quick though. Is it like anatomically possible to break your penis? Yes, it is. You can break your you dick? You can break your penis. You can yes. deadass break your dick? Yes. Yes, you can. I did not, but it did not feel great. I can only imagine. So, the following series of events ensues. Obviously, that hurt. But I wasn't thinking about it too much. Until there's some other behaviors that start getting exhibited. So, I'm like, alright. I should probably go see a doctor about this. Dick go purple on you? It, it was not. It wasn't fun. Fifty Shades of Purple. It was not fun. A little bit of green so, and browns mixed in there too. It was a hot cock. Like, <laughs> Damn. Nah, those words should not have left my mouth. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, uh, Chandler, Chandler looked down, and didn't recognize his dick. He's like, "Is that a fucking? Is that a black man's penis between my legs right now?" <laughs> Well, that's an actual grapefruit. Like, <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways, all right. So, uh, naturally, you know, who do you call in this situation? <laughs> what? <laughs> who the fuck? Wait, hold the fucking phone. This is not a common situation that anyone have. Okay. Oh well, um, you just call oh, your man. general practitioner, and he'll uh, he will turn you to a penis professional. Yeah, no. Uh, so. I find a urologist. The person that you see if you break your dick, by the way, is a urologist. Just so we're clear. Urologists do dick stuff. Okay. Got it. So. All right. So I make this appointment, you know. I go strolling on in there. They, you know. <laughs> Don't you mean waddling? <laughs> I go cobbling on in there. <laughs> Chandler's got his dick in a wheelbarrow. Like. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's like a cast. You should see the other guy, uh, yeah, buddy, yeah? Fuck you, Nick. <laughs> oh, God. So, I go, I go strolling in there. Um, uh, I'm sitting down on, like, the normal table. Like, the office is arranged like any other doctor's offices, right? They got the, you know, sheets on the table, and they got the waiting room, and, you know, all that nonsense. So, I'm in there waiting for a little bit, um, you know, looking at all the drawings up on the walls, right? Uh, and my doctor comes in, right? This dude is like, like 70 year old Asian guy. All right. That's a good doctor right there. Oh, extraordinarily <laughs> good doctor. It's Mr. Miyagi right oh, there. Oh, that's exactly, yeah, no, that's. Joey, <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes, I can take care of this. Oh. <laughs> Chandler Crane kicked that motherfucker and got out of there quick. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> We're, already... We're already too deep into this. Um, so. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, uh, this dude comes in and he's like. Dude, honestly, this is a near-death experience. Please continue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, he, this dude comes in and he's like. He's like, all right, man. Hey, um, I've got uh, some med students with me. <laughs> <laughs> this is either an awful story or a good porn. Please continue. 
after you're done fucking laughing. <laughs> this was absolutely tragic. Um, so he's like, hey, I got some med students here with me, right? Uh, he's like, yo, I got some med students with me. Do you mind if they come in and watch this session? And I'm sitting there, I'm like, like I don't oh, really care. Oh my <laughs> like, god! I don't know. Whatever you know, like what's like one or two, you know, uh, like what's one or two med students, right? So half of our university's medical <laughs> campus comes pouring in. How many kids through. came in there and saw your green dick? Please, <laughs> oh my god! Oh god, there'd be like six. <laughs> he sits there. He files in. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's cool. He's like, okay, great. Drop your pants. <laughs> Please. You're like, so this session's free, right? Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh man, no. So these med students come come like filing shuffling <laughs> through the door. And uh uh and they're all, you know, like they're all, you know, just like kind of looking around, they look normal, right? And he's like, alright, you know, like let me like go check you out and stuff like that, right? And I'm like, man, like, okay, I'm here with purpose, right? So you know, I dropped Trow. <laughs> you know, he's he's doing the uh, <laughs> the mystery. <laughs> okay, they none come, of these. They all come in with fucking karate. It's <laughs> <laughs> cobra. Cobra thigh. Cobra. <laughs> fucking. Oh my god. Oh Jesus Christ. No way. No way, dude. This is not a real story. This is. This is real. This is real. I promise you, it gets better. <laughs> so fucking. None of these med students will look me in the eyes. Okay. This whole like exchange is dude, going I would on. Not. Oh no, they're looking everywhere, but right? yeah, like one of them's looking up the ceiling. Like a couple are like kind of like off to the side. One of them's like intently like on the clipboard. No, they were not. Were they all girls? No, they were not. It was a mix. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was a mix. Um. Oh God. Anyways, so, <laughs> so we get done with that, and basically he's like, "Man, you'll be fine." But, you know, I'm gonna write you for a prescription for this stuff, anyways. You know, and it's just gonna like, you know, it's gonna help your wounded soldier out a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, Good. "Okay, doc. Thanks. But yeah, give, I appreciate it. Give me the opium, please. Now, <laughs> let me leave and forget about this." <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So. <laughs> but he goes and before he tells me he writes it on the prescription and everything he's like let me be very very clear only take like at most two of these okay like per per day or whatever so head back home right a couple days pass and then I get drunk okay <laughs> and so I forget what night this was um Oh, was this God. at the house? This was at the house, yeah. I mean, I feel like the first time you got drunk was like our first party. Was it? Was this just a chill party? Was this just a chill drinking night? No. No, it was like a party or something like that. Oh. I'm sitting there and I'm like, "Fuck!" In drunk state. Like, I gotta take those meds. So I run downstairs and I take five. <laughs> <laughs> Chandler, what do these pills do exactly? So I later find out, okay, that what he had prescribed me is more or less a weakened version of Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> so the point is that, like, you're you're so you asked me if you could break your dick, right? Yeah. The answer is yes, because what happens is. Like, it basically, there's just, like, a bunch of tissue in there. Right. And it, like, fills with blood. And, like, yeah. that's how you get a boner, right? Right, yeah. It's, like, pressure. Is it, like, yeah. pressurized blood, in a sense? Uh, I think so, kind of. Yeah. If you cut your dick off, you bleed out real quick. Yeah. Pretty much. So, uh, the reason he basically did that is because, like, you know, it's, like, there's, like, you know, bruising and, like, damage and stuff. And yeah. I guess the idea is to just kind of, like stimulate you know right flow back and forth to that area yeah that makes sense right yeah so my drunk ass takes like five of these things okay okay and <laughs> you remember 
<laughs> you remember like Final Stand mode in Call of Duty, where like your vision is like going yeah. like in and yeah. out back and forth. Yeah, <laughs> it was literally like that for about half an hour, and I had the most painful fucking phone you've ever seen. Like, <laughs> you just walking around the house with a heart oh, on. Oh god! In your drunk state. No, no, I, I, I think everybody left to go to the. Uh, the bars and stuff at that point, I think I, I, think I just called it a <laughs> what night. What a state of torture oh, to have an erection lasting in more like, than four hours, oh my but God. your dick is so bruised you can't do anything with it. Total fucking So you just disaster. gotta lay there and just deal with it. Total fucking disaster. <laughs> oh my God. That is a goddamn dear, that's a near-death experience because <laughs> you- That is an absolute- Because you were probably close to, to killing yourself at some point in that whole story. So yeah, I'd call oh, that near-death. Holy shit, dude. I don't even know where we go from that, dude. I have I have I have no shame. <laughs> I have a lot of regrets, but I have no shame. <laughs> Many regrets, but no shame. The title of Chandler's biography. <laughs> oh, okay, now my mom really can't hear this podcast. <laughs> shit, dude. Oh my oh, god. Man. That's a ridiculous story, oh. dude. Did the, did the, the, wait, so the girl never heard this story, though? What girl? Oh, the girl who, uh, nope. That was one of the last times that... You just saw her? Yep. Well, you know, honestly, that would get me to I stop seeing just, the girl, too. <laughs> let's just gr- shuffle that one away if a girl, the It wouldn't even be on her. It. If a girl put me through that experience, oh, I'd be man. like, listen, I can't look at you anymore because all I see are those innocent eyes on the med students. <laughs> were traumatized and what you did to me (laughs) karate headbands with little dicks on (laughs) oh man holy shit no I fucking remember what I fucking remember because as I left Mr. Miyagi goes have fun at your toga party (laughs) (laughs) You oh, fucking God. took boner pills at the Togo party. Oh, whoops. That Many explains regrets. why you're so fucked up at that party. Many dude. regrets. Holy mm. shit, dude. Oh. That is fucking crazy. Yep. So, have you had it? That's how I bruised my cock. <laughs> God damn, dude. That was not at all where I was expecting that direction to go. <laughs> no. Well, I was expecting, like, uh, I was, like, on my bike and I, like, slid on water and almost hit a guardrail or some shit. Not. Oh, I can tell you about that, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like now it's not gonna. Oh, my God. Dude, I just don't. Like, I don't, I don't see how, like, like, after. Like, you gotta have, like, a positive outlook on, like, you gotta have a positive outlook after an experience like that, because you're just like, wow, can't get shittier than that, you know? (laughs) And every day after. I mean, like, let's be real. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. I was, like, I was, like, you know, I was looking shit up about this. Yeah. Right? Like, if you break it, break it, you're in some real shit. Really? Yeah. Like, they gotta do surgery, and, like, you can fuck yourself up real bad. Like, yo, dick don't work kind of thing? Like, uh, maybe. Like, I don't want to find out, because <laughs> everything works just fine right now, so. Ladies and gentlemen, please ride responsibly, okay? Yeah, because, seriously. Uh, because dick trauma is a real thing. Yeah. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, men, men, are, men are very fragile. Yeah. We're all, all hard, hard exterior. See, but so when you say when you say about fragility versus, I'm like, uh, no, it really doesn't take that much. <laughs> Dude, that's what's nuts too. Like, so when I was younger, um, I was I was riding a, a bike for the first time, and my dad had gotten me a bike that was too tall for me. Like I couldn't reach the ground. So when I put my legs out, I had to like tip over to nice. like catch myself. And he was like, "Let's go outside and like I'll teach you how to ride a bike." And I'm like basic dad kid moment right okay well this is how this is how this is how my dad handled this situation uh he starts pushing me on the bike and i'm like this is great yeah dad this is awesome he's like yeah you're going nick just pedal keep going you're good i'm like yeah i think you're pretty good if as long as you don't stop pushing and i turn around he's like good luck nick you're doing great (laughs) i'm like no dad no no stop pedaling completely freak out to just coast into a stop to where I go, 
Like, you can imagine, like, how lame it looks from his perspective. His dopey-ass son just going, like, like the wheel starts to wiggle a little, and then he just stops, and then just collapses. Like, like it wasn't a crash. It was just a uh, flip over, landed on my right arm. Right arm was fine. And then I landed on the curb, like, on the side of the, oh. on the edge of the road. Landed on the curb. Right arm was fine. Twist over and whip my left arm into the curb. And I created a second elbow for myself, dude. It was nuts, dude. It was like, it was like straight down. And I was like, mom, you think this is broken? Like jiggling, <laughs> like jiggling the second, the second half of my arm. And like I go inside and throw like up a puppet, like. from the nausea. She's like, yeah, honey, I, I think it's broken. I was like, damn, that fucking sucks. Like, I didn't know what shock was at the time. So I was like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> you know? I'm like, all right, I'm sick. I'm gonna go throw up real quick. Literally, literally did not. I'm not, I'm not kidding. This wasn't, this isn't like a, this isn't a take on like me being tough as fuck. This is a take on like how insane shock is. Like, I was just like, oh, wow. Like, um, yeah, that's a situation that needs to be dealt with. And so, uh, but what's nuts is they, you know, they, they whip you in it. Do they literally like you go into surgery? They essentially just reset the bone. That's all they're doing. They're just lining it back up, can kind of like locking the breakage back together in the yep. same way, you know, like a, you break a stick, you can kind of like stick it back together. Yep. They do that. They wrap a, a cast around you and they're like, just don't touch it for like two months. You're good. It's fucking insane. Well, yeah, because you're a kid. Because so your you're a kid and your, like, cells, right. <laughs> your cells are just growing so much that any connection in the bone, it just fuses together like fucking Wolverine, dude. It's insane. But, you know... <laughs> even at our age now dude you like you kick your toe and it hurts for like three months and then it's never quite right again you know like it's like it's just fucking nuts dude like there's so many situations like that and yeah and shock is a hell of a thing dude um i also remember there was one time um when i was at summer camp and a kid put an axe in his leg dude <gasps> And he didn't feel Holy shit. shit. Like a hatchet? Yeah, he was chopping wood and he missed the he missed the fucking oh log. Oh my talk, god. You wanna talk about dopey kids, dude? He like <laughs> he like missed the fucking he missed the fucking log. And then stuck the corner into his into his fucking shin bone. No. Yeah. And it was not flat on his shin bone. Yeah, it was right oh, into the shin bone, dude. My god. Yeah. He split it like long ways. Oh uh, no, 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 no. It was a very small, it was a deep but small cut. Like imagine just the toe of the axe. So not oh. like the not like the flat blade. Just oh. the, the bottom toe. Because you imagine, like, think about the swing down and it, like, you know, like, imagine just that <laughs> clunk like that where that rectangle would hit you. Um, and I remember that because I was coming back from fishing and uh, it, was a, it was a Boy Scout summer camp. So we do, like, we do all kinds of, like, safety training. And so I was like, oh, like, looks like they're doing some safety training right now. And I get closer and I'm like, what the fuck? They put ketchup on his leg? Because he was sitting there, like not phased at all i was like oh this must be training like he looks fine like he's just gently he's just kind of like oh what's going on and i'm like what the fuck they put ketchup on his leg and then like i get closer and i'm like holy shit that's blood i'm like this dude's dead ass bleeding right now we had to fucking we had to build a um we made a stretcher the way you make oh. a stretcher is you take two you take two poles and you flop uh, a blanket over it and so when they lay on it you can pick it up we had to carry this dude like a half mile to like the medical center so they could like patch up his leg because he's a fucking idiot, and we still made fun of him for that. Actually, a lot of people got hurt at that camp. Dude, that's an absolute freaking nightmare. Are you kidding me? Yeah. A bunch of little kids and hooks and sharp but see, but see, shock, yeah. But see, shock is such a beautiful thing because I have another story at that same camp where my best friend picked up the nickname Mittens. Mittens? Yeah. That's so, horrendous. So it was, it was late night. It was late night and everyone was sitting around the campfire and the Dutch oven coals were cooling. There's uh, the Dutch oven, you, you cover it, you like fill it with like batter and you cover it in coals. You can like bake yourself a cake while you're camping. That's how it works. Kind of a cool little device. But the coals were sitting out. And so uh, my buddy and I were like, you know, let's go sit by the fire. And it was his idea. It was his fucking idea to warm his ass by sitting over the coals in his chair. Okay. But the chair we had was a camping that's, bench. That's redneck smart. So, so the chair we had was a redneck bench. And uh, so th there was like the perimeter of, of the campfire was covered with kids. And this thing was sticking long ways out. So to give you an idea, he was sitting over the coals right in front of the fire. I was on the last section, like away from everyone outside the circle. Not over coals, right? 
Okay. You can picture that, like picture, like yeah, picture, yeah. like so it wasn't, it wasn't uh, parallel with the the rest of everyone else. It was perpendicular, so I was sticking out from everyone else. You okay. know what I'm saying? Sure. I wasn't, I wasn't sure. in the circle. So I'm like, fuck that. I want to go sit in the circle. Yo, buddy, scoot over. I'm gonna sit next to you on these coals. Broke the chair. <laughs> my first thought is, fire my first ass. thought is, fuck this guy. I'm getting off the coals that are under our ass. So I push off of him into the coals. I push this fucker into the coals. Hand goes, well, we were over the coals, but like it didn't help that I pushed into him. Hand goes right on the coals, dude. And what happens when you don't have shock? You feel everything. This motherfucker shot up like a jackrabbit and started (laughs) running around the camp like a madman screaming, just grabbing his hand like... Uh, and it doesn't help that he looks like Jim Carrey. So you're screaming like when Jim Carrey gets the arrows in his leg and Ace Ventura. It's just like ah, running around the campsite. Everyone's like, and no one knows what the fuck is going on. So so I'm like, oh shit, dude, get back here. So I'm chasing him. It's like 11 o'clock at night. He's like, ah, ah, running around the campsite. They finally get him over to the drinking the drinking fountain and start pouring cool water, dude. He just had a fucking bubble half the size of his palm, dude, on oh, his hand. No. It was insane. No. Stop. Oh, fuck that. But wait. But wait. The chair we broke, the the, the sleeping bench, he was using it as his cot, as his bed, dude. <laughs> so we had to sleep on the floor of our tent that night during a rainstorm. So it was just water was just spraying into our tent. At no point was I like, maybe I should give him my bed. <laughs> nah, he's good. He's, he's just in the corner crying because he's in so much pain. I'm sure he'll be oh all right. God. I don't think he got a week of sleep that night. Couldn't do any more of our merit badges because he had a, he had a bum hand that was wrapped in bandages for the rest of the week. And he got the nickname Mittens. Nobody remembers his name to this day. So he left the troop and I stayed with. And no one to this day remembers him as his name. They just remember him as Mittens. He left with the nickname Mittens. That is is a cruelty. Oh my God. Only a group of 10 year old boys can come up with that. Thanks to me. Thanks to me. God, you push this kid and that's into why the shock, fire, and yeah. then you watched him float away in the middle yeah, of Yeah, and that's why, dude, shock is nuts. You see that in those near-death oh. experience videos, dude, like people in car crashes. Or I just saw one. I just saw one where this dude, like, got attacked by a tiger on Twitter. Did you see that? It was trending. What the hell? I've, I don't know where it was. It was this dude who was, like, in, a, a, like, a zoo exhibit. He, like, got into the zoo exhibit with the tigers, and they were just having a field day with him, dude, just okay. biting at him, tearing him up. That's, that's natural selection. Dude. Oh, it was dumb as fuck. They were throwing these like I mean I'm, I'm sure uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys out there have, have seen this video because it was trending. Um, they were throwing like firecrackers at the tigers to like scare them off. They didn't give a shit. They're like, no way, I'm chewing on this dude. He just gets ripped up by their teeth. I mean, just gnarly, like exposed flesh. He died? No. Well, I don't know. In the video, he was alive. So they show him. It cuts to him like laying in a hospital bed, and he's just kind of like chilling out, just kind of like, hey, what's going on? Just kind of you know that shock face, that kind of like. It's kind of that. It, the, the, it's the, kind of a zoned out. Yeah, it's like, kind of like you just yeah. woke up kind of face. It's yeah. kind of like the face someone makes when they just woke up, not like tired, but just kind of like they're just kind of like I don't really know what's going on right now, but I'm just gonna sit here and be quiet. That's Dude, kind of what the shock look is. I've seen. And I've usually seen. people are a little, uh, you know, a little flushed too. Um, that's usually you know someone's gone into shock and uh, and then yeah, and then you know you can die from shock if it's not treated properly. Obviously, you know most people know that. Um, yeah, like it was that was a fucking crazy yeah, and so uh crazy experience crazy near death experience dude where people just go into shock and it's just like they look like chill and it's like because they're just their bodies are just like you are gonna feel no pain right now, you know, because uh because they're just like that close to dying that it's like it just they just it just shuts off nerve receptors and shit like that and yeah, and then and then you can either just and then you either just die from whatever you're gonna die from. Or the shock can kill you too if you don't like come out yeah. of the shock safely. Your body will just t- turn off, I guess. I feel like there's also almost uh, 
with shock. I'm not sure if you would call it like something different, maybe like aftershock, where if you have a really, really close call on something, you kind of almost feel a similar way afterwards. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a motorcycle one that I had with that. I was down racing in, uh, 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 I was down near Athens, actually, okay. Okay. racing, um, and they have a, this just beautiful park out there that's just all of these winding roads, and um, uh, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds, yeah, winding, it's, long it's winding roads are long safer. and winding, just so you just take the motorcycle, you just whip it around. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I, had a, <clears throat> I had a friend as my, uh, as my lead car, and... Uh, I was following up behind him, and I was doing maybe 60 miles an hour Okay. Uh, into this corner. And I had my cornering set up and everything, you know, the normal, you know, it would have been fine. Um, hit, like, one piece of gravel in the middle of this, and immediately just started to just straight up slide out. So, there's handrail, and then forest. Yeah. So, like, what's happening is you're going to slide out. You're going to go straight into that guardrail. And then you're going to go, yeah. And then probably into a tree. Yeah. And it's probably not going to feel great. (laughs) (laughs) No, your body won't go to shock that fast. You'll feel that. Oh, no. You, you probably not going to feel great. So, there is a tiny gap for like an R not an RV uh, uh, ATV <clears throat> okay that's like an access road that is entirely made of gravel yeah and it is like right on the edge of this corner okay and fortunately it goes at like kind of a slight uphill yeah and like this gravel path is sort of cleared through the forest uh huh and so, in this absolute microsecond, I have to make a decision. Do one of two things. Because if I keep sliding like this and I hit that guardrail, I'm going to smash that guardrail, break my leg, and fly over it and hit God knows what in that forest at God knows how fast. Yeah. Yeah, those, those are the things that would probably and, go through my mind, too. You. You don't want to do that. You do two things. Right. Either A, you purposefully drop the bike, slide into it, and push it away from you. In which case, you know, the bike then sends into the guardrail, and then you are going to slide for a little bit, and then slide into the guardrail, uh-huh. which I was uh, I was armored enough, and that still might have... I was armored enough, and obviously wore, you know, helmet and stuff, that the road rush wouldn't have got me. It would have been how hard I hit the guardrail. Yeah. Which, I don't know. Yeah. At that speed, might have might have very well done me in. Yeah. So I had that option. Or write the bike into it and try and send it up this access road. Right. So in that split microsecond, I just made that judgment, righted it up a little bit, made it onto this access road by maybe three inches missing that guardrail. Yeah. And just fucking sliding back and forth across this gravel, you know, using the hill to try and, you know, like, cut my speed, make it way the fuck up this thing before I can finally, like, slam the brakes on and stop. Mm-hmm. I wish you can't you know, slam brakes too hard on a bike you'll flip forward. Uh, actually, not true. Oh. Uh, well, it on a bicycle, absolutely. Yeah. We call that going A over tea kettle. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, on a bike... Because you're basically sitting on the engine. It's mm. so back heavy, you're not going to be able to do it. Oh, okay. Probably. But, you know, I'm going, I'm going uphill anyways. Right. But, you know, you sit there and you stop, you know, right at the top of this thing. And, you know, then that kind of almost aftershock pause kind of hits you. Right, yeah, that's just crazy. And, you know, it's almost like a mellow, like, hmm. That was uh, right about uh, yeah, dude. Right about the end. Yeah, yeah. You... That was about the period on the end of the sentence. 
Right. That could have been that could have been it right there. Yeah, yeah. So but Yeah. But you just gotta kinda It didn't. Yep. So you know what I did? What'd you do? Lowered myself back down it and kept riding. <laughs> there you go. Like, all right. Maybe took the corners a little bit slower. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. That's what it is. You learn from that right there. You gotta you gotta slow it down. That's, that's the essence of life right there. Yeah, yeah, that's you, the essence you, of you, life. You learn your lesson and then you do you still do it, but you yeah. do it a little less dangerously. <laughs> exactly. You, you 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 do it just to, you know. Right. Yeah. Dude, I've had I've had my fair share of dude, those kind of those kind of experiences are crazy. I think they do more subconscious kind of alterations to you than like active conscious, you know? Yeah. You know, I think it, 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 may, it might make you a little more like cautious of things and or a little more yeah. appreciative of things or understanding of things, you know, when like shit gets real close. Um, dude, I had this, uh, I had this experience when my family was taking uh, a trip up to our cabin in uh, Pennsylvania, kind of by uh, Seven Springs, I think it is. Sure. Or Seven Hills. Yeah. Seven Hills. Sounds right. Um, regardless. On the west side of Pennsylvania. Um, and we were driving uh, Toyota Santa minivan, right? And we were making it just fine. And, you know, it was the middle of winter and it was snowing. Um, but you kind of have to clear this this uphill, kind of a mountain, kind of a Pennsylvania mountain, you know, kind of a soft mountain. Yeah. You have to, you have to clear this hill to get to where our, our condo is located, right? And so uh, we were heading up there and everything was kind of fine, but it started getting snowy and more and more snowy. And then the hills got kind of slick. Oh, and then no. we started to notice like cars like on the side of the road oh, no, that no, were no, stuck, no, no, right? No, 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 yeah. And we were like, you know what? We're trudging along. I think we can get up there. We got enough weight in this car. It was, you know, a front wheel drive car. But we were like, you know, I think we got enough going on. We can get up the hill, right? So we're moving along. There's cars like sliding down kind of past us. They're kind of, they're kind of stopping in the right lane and then trying to like slide down the hill and go back, right? So you're already kind of like, oh, shit, this is not good. Like, these cars aren't even making it up here. And but we're just trudging along up the hill. Um, and eventually we stop. We can't make it any farther. Our car just starts spinning its wheels. And so we're stopped in the right lane looking uphill. And there's just a line of cars at the top of the hill. Yeah. And in that line of cars is a semi truck. Oh. And it's just sitting up there at the top oh, of the hill with all shit. these cars in line. Um, and my dad tries to turn around. So he takes the left and tries to, like, get himself to go back downhill. And we, the car just starts to slide. And yeah. it slides all the way across to the same side of the road, but looking down now against the guardrail. So the guardrail's on our left, but we're on the left side of the road. And we're face-to-face with a pickup truck that has also stopped, right? So we get out, and we're like, well, fuck, this car's not going anywhere. Like, if we try to go down the hill, we're just going to go sliding yeah, or something. We're just going to run into more cars, right? Um, there's like no salt or gravel on this road, so it's just fucked. And there's just, people are just stranded all the way up and down this hill, right? So we're sitting down here and, uh, and we're chilling out in our car. And, and I remember looking back and going, there's a semi-truck at the top of that hill. I don't like that there's a semi-truck uphill of us. It wasn't really like, it didn't look like anything menacing. It was just kind of sitting up there. Um, and but I kind of was just cautious of it. I was kind of like, oh, I don't know about that, right? Um, and so we're talking to people. Like, we're like, hey, can you take... Like, my dad's like, can you take the kids up? Like, we're all stuck here. Like, I don't want to be down here. Like, this is kind of a dangerous area right now. Um, the guy's like, yeah, my truck's full. I can't pull you guys up or whatever. So we're sitting in this car for maybe an hour or two. Um, and I don't know what it was. I can't even tell you to this day. But I decided to look back at that semi-truck. Uh... I, I, I could not tell you why at that moment I decided to look back at it, but I did. It was almost like some, something tapped me on the shoulder. was like, hey, you should check on that again. <laughs> and I looked back up the hill and the motherfucker's pulling out of the line. I don't, and I think what was trying, I think what was happening was this dickhole was trying to like hurry up and like turn around because he was on some, he was late on some fucking delivery. So oh, he's like, fuck no, it. I can't no, go down no, this hill. No, if I can no, turn no, around go up the hill, I can, like, go back around the other way, and, and I won't be stuck in this bullshit. This dick pulls out of line and just starts sliding. Jackknives, full speed, flying down the hill, nothing in his path but our minivan, oh, sitting on the side of this mountain. Fuck. I turn around, and I'm like, oh, shit, Dad, that thing's coming, go! 
he slams on the horn, puts the car in drive, and just starts inching forward, and he's ready to just hit the truck in front of us just to start pushing him. Yep. Luckily, the, tr- yep. the, the the pickup truck in front of us sees this fucking, <laughs> he's like, oh, fuck. this fucking 18-wheeler flying down the hill, <laughs> jackknifing toward us, and he puts it in reverse and starts backing up, right? We start pulling forward. We're just inching forward. I mean, like, we probably only pulled forward 20 feet. If that, That's probably as all far as we got before this thing catches up to us. And stops not not any more than five feet behind our car. Not fucking kidding you. This is one of those where you just go. Literally, I saw I saw it coming at us. And I was like, oh shit, oh shit. I was like bracing for impact. I was ready to, to just get launched down this hill. I was thinking just to hit us and just launch us down the hill or over the guardrail, which would have sent us down the side of a kind of like a ravine, oh, essentially. God, yeah, yeah. there's a ravine on our other side. Like it wasn't like a cliff. But it was a ravine. Um, I was ready for that to happen too. I don't. I don't know what was going to happen. Um, but but we were about to get hurled, and this fucking thing stopped five feet before it hit our car. It came to a stop. I mean, it had no reason to stop, and it stopped. Now, you tell me that that isn't fucking sheer fucking luck. That's some dude. I think that right there. There is such like, because you knew, you looked up that semi-truck, and you, and you you instinctively just didn't like it was there, right? Yep. Humans have just got some sort of survival instinct for that kind of shit. Yeah. Seriously. I guarantee, like, you you just, you, you look, and you were like, you thought about it, and you were like, I don't like the fact that it's there, and then your body, or your subconscious, or whatever, reminded you later that that truck was there, and you're like... I better still go check on that. And it pretty much saved your ass. That is like human survival instinct. Maybe, right dude. There. I don't know. My grandmother had actually passed away like two or three months before that experience. So I don't know, man. Maybe she was tapping on my shoulder and was like, hey, that might have been turn around. Like, this shit's about to get real. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, dude. Don't, I really don't know. We, But it was a crazy experience. We ended up, we ended up just walking. We just started walking. My mom and my two baby sisters started walking up the hill and uh some mom picked us up in a bmw that was like it was like an all-wheel drive suv yep, there we had go. no fucking problem just went right up the hill yeah i was like this is bullshit <laughs> this is bullshit this is first class privilege right here god damn it oh come on uh midwestern family in our fucking minivan our two-wheel drive minivan goddamn all-wheel drive suv oh there's no problem <laughs> fucking over my life whatever dude uh we had um, we, uh, uh, I got in a, a car accident on, um, when I was in spring break in oh, South yeah. Carolina one time. Yeah. And, uh, uh we, uh, our, our, our serpentine belt slipped off the car we were driving, okay? oh, shit. which is not good. No. Uh, you lose like power steering, you lose your alternator and, and we're on a bridge Yeah. Okay? out near Charleston actually. Um. And uh, we pull over to the side, um, and we just got super lucky. There was a cop who, uh, she was going into work. She wasn't even on duty. She was just going into work. Mm-hmm. And she pulls up behind us um, to, you know, see that we, we needed help, obviously. Uh, and, you know, we're trying to get a tow truck to show up and whatever. And she's just like, hey, guys, just, you know, just for, like, my own peace of mind, can you guys just step out of the, step out of the car and stand over on the side uh, for me? Even though it's, you know, it's freaking freezing up on this bridge right mm-hmm. and we're just like and we're like yeah you know of course um uh you know so standing alongside the guardrail um waiting for the tow truck to get here cop car behind us sure enough somebody goes does not see us at all i have no clue how still to this day we're in like the middle of this bridge yeah sails into the back of the cop car Cop car sails forward into our car. Yeah. Our car turns and goes across about eight lanes of this entire bridge and smacks into the other side. Holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) So we're all looking at each other like, well, if we would have all been sitting in that car because it was cold out on this bridge, um, there's a chance that we may have been absolutely colossally fucked. Yeah. Wait, was the car like, was your car like really fucked up? It was destroyed. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is really weird because she didn't hit us. 
she hit the cop car right that then hit us right but the cop car was like an suv yeah right and those things are i don't know what they do that those things are built like tanks yeah. right because they have the uh uh i forget what they're called the metal rails on the front oh for... they're just like i think they're just like cow bumpers they're like they're yeah made, yeah they're meant to be like, like cow bumpers so like something. they hit the like back ranchers and it sent that them. forward and that just obliterated the trunk of our car yeah and just sent that thing all the way across yeah and then when it hit the front of it on the other side of the bridge now that thing was done yeah damn dude but that was like like dude we've been sitting in the car yeah it's like it's the it is the simplest freaking stuff like that that is that's like the crazy. most like the fact that you just had that gut feeling yeah it's either instinct or dumb it's, luck or it's instinct guardian or angels guardian or, angel three, or dude. something dude who knows that's absolutely crazy dude it's, it might just be mr miyagi from chandler's, from Cobra Thigh chandler's green boner was tingling and he was like guys we need to get out of this car okay. now. You're making this thing sound like it was super gruesome. It wasn't really that. Bad. You made it sound like it's it was just, super gruesome, you, dude. You were over there. You made it they, sound like it was the a fucking, fucking med students couldn't make <laughs> eye contact with you. Well, I got my fucking dick out. They're fucking med no, students. It was fine. It They're was training. Fine. They've seen mean, plenty of dicks. Doesn't mean like you know if you're a med student, you're just gonna be there and like, oh yeah, that's a nice package you got. Well, there. I like, wouldn't expect them to be like taking Instagram <laughs> selfies with their fucking like well, a peace <laughs> signs up. I'm just saying like, well, apparently all they your... couldn't look at you. They were like, Jesus Christ! All the med students you've ever met are busy putting staples in your dumbass head. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking fair, dude. I don't know. I don't fucking know, dude. Alrighty. Well. I guess that's all we really have to talk about today. Make sure you don't take too many dick pills and keep guardrails on your bed if you've learned anything. Chandler, you got any final remarks? Um, don't forget the Tennessee, honey. Don't forget the Tennessee, honey. Keep it shitty, litty, and kind of gritty. Have a good day. <laughs>